It is official. It is now the most bittersweet time of the year, in my personal opinion. The fun of the wild card is gone, and now we only have three weeks left of football. It should be the best three weeks of football that we've seen all year. Uh, only the best eight teams are left. And so it should be super exciting to see who ends up winning out, which of these eight teams ends up getting the Super Bowl. Will it be one of the favorites, like the 49ers or Chiefs? Or will it be a Cinderella story and it could be the Giants or the Jags? Probably not, but who knows? It could happen. <laughs> uh, this week, Caden and I are going to be picking the divisional games with score predictions as well, which should be super fun. We'll see how close we get. And as always... Our picks are guaranteed to be 100% correct, especially if you're named Caden and not if you're named Austin. <laughs> Welcome to k and Football. Caden! <laughs> you had to switch it up again. I, I couldn't say all right. It's just not all right for me to say all right. It's the only times we can say all right. It's kind of like your there's a guy thing last week. <laughs> Let's not talk about we that. We were not going to talk about that. Do you notice that I... Uh, I did, I was going to say there's a lot we, we, we got to say before we get into the pickums. I was going to say one, thank you for fulfilling your promise. Absolutely. Last week on what day did we record this week? Tuesday? No, Wednesday. Wednesday. I yeah. was dressed up for coming from Deca, the marketing thing, and you were just wearing the flannel, and you were like, "I'm doing this so that you can have the spotlight," which yeah. I appreciate. And now you told me you would dress up today, and I, I trusted you in that, and so I was like, "You know what? I'm not gonna." I, I debated wearing nice clothes. Really did. I woke up this morning. I was like, "Should I?" Because I know Austin's going to, and I was like, "Well, one, I don't want to put that on." That takes too long. That's too much work. You know, Obviously, I don't like to do yeah. that. And he um, doesn't like to work. So. Come on. Uh, and then second of all, I got to let Austin shine. He, mm. you know, he, he, he did it to me. So, you know, got to re return the favor. And three, Ohio State basketball. So a college basketball for me is sort of like soccer for you. Like you love soccer, but obviously yeah. football. Football is right. NFL. NFL is the main sport. Unless there's the World Cup, but yeah, right, yeah. Okay, NFL is the main sport, but then you got you love soccer, and obviously NFL is the main sport for me. But then I love college basketball, and right now college basketball season is going on. It's like the middle of the season for it, and Ohio State basketball is really struggling. They've lost like five in a row of really bad teams, like some of the worst teams in the country. So they have a big game today. Try to rewrite the ship. I had to wear this, had to support him, but had to let you shine too. No, I appreciate it. I like the little, the hat we talked about last week. Yeah, we week. talked about you, the you hat. Had I intentionally yeah. wore it yeah. just for you because I figured. you mentioned the hat. Yeah. Like, I tried really hard this morning. You know, it took me a solid, like, two minutes to get this together. So, really put in the work today. Yeah. I don't know how, how happy Debbie will be with me saying this right here, but... But who cares? Debbie's over Debbie, there. We Debbie, have the Debbie can't stop me. What's Debbie going to do? Mute my mic? Um, <laughs> then I'm just going to run to Austin's mic. Um... So, in the future, soon, we're getting another new setup. Yeah. We have some donations and new things coming in. So, yeah. we're going we're gonna to tell you what it is. Surprise. But it'll be fun. It's, gonna, it's, it's some big stuff. Yeah. So, stay tuned for whenever we put all that up, whenever we have the time to do that. Right, you really left the mystery. You left all of the mystery on the table there. I really thought that you were going to like reveal something, and I was like, no. oh, what's Caden actually going to reveal about no. this? How mad is Debbie going to no, be? No, Debbie would, Debbie would <laughs> pick me off with the podcast. Debbie would be sitting here. I'd be sitting back there, and there would be no podcast. 
but you left like all the mystery there you were like ah there's a something but maybe not who knows it's like a whole thing yeah it's pretty good you but there's also football more. that we should there's also football, so we should get into that <laughs> let's get into our pickums this week's k and a pickums first game on the agenda is in my opinion the game that has the most likelihood to be a blowout mm-hmm. jaguars at chiefs um i'm sure that all of you at home can probably see why I think this could be the game with the most potential for because a Trevor Lawrence is him, right? And he's just gonna completely torch the Chiefs. No, he's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. So Trevor Lawrence is him. Doug Peterson is him. And uh, this Mahomes guy is terrible. This Mahomes guy, who even is he? I mean, shouldn't be in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, he probably wouldn't get over a twenty-seven nothing deficit against the <laughs> struggling Chargers. Who knows? So I'm gonna go Jaguars for this one. They're gonna win. Uh, predict score prediction: a hundred to uh, three. That's, that's my score prediction. I, yeah, I'm with that. Yeah, uh, obviously not. Um, I think the Chiefs are going <laughs> to win this one as well as the Jaguars did last week against the Chargers. I think that in large part, the Jaguars won that game because Doug Peterson's a better coach than Brian Staley. Brandon. Brandon Staley, sorry. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> um, and I don't really think that Doug Peterson is a better coach than Andy Reid. Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, what's your score prediction? Because we did scores last week. Now, obviously, none of them were dead accurate. That's, like, very hard to do. But you were really close. I was really close on a couple. You were really close on a couple games. I will say that. So, what you got? Yeah. Hey, and off the camera last week, Debbie was flaming us. Oh, that's so For picking true. so many scores to be 31. I think we, we, we each had, like, three games with a final score or something. So, one, one of the teams had 31 points. Yeah. I think it ended with four. Four teams had 40, 31 points. So we're like... Out of six games. Yeah, we're like, Debbie, like, stop playing us. This is why we're doing... Yeah, this is why we're here. We ignore your your uh, accuracy on the picks this year. We ignore that completely. Our score predictions is the only thing that matters. For this game, I'm going to have it... I have all of these games very close. Um, but this is one is the one that has the most margin here. And... It's not really that many points. It's only two scores. I'm going to go Jaguars 17, Chiefs 27. Okay. Yeah. So there's two things. The two, that, well, there's a lot of things, but there's the two worst things in life. One of them is burning your tongue. Okay. Like I burnt my tongue on Thursday and it kills. Like my tongue feels so weird right now. Like I was drinking hot chocolate and it was like the hottest thing ever. It's awful, but that's besides the point. But then the other worst thing is playing the Chiefs in the playoffs because <laughs> those are comparable. <laughs> because they're so, I mean, we all know this, that they're the best team. They got the best quarterback. They got the best tight end. They got one of the best coaches. They're, they're amazing. I mean, they lost Terry Kill and they got better. I mean, yeah, that doesn't happen it, to anyone else. No, that never happens. So it is concerning a little bit that. Historically, the teams, since they've added only one team gets the bye, mm-hmm. since it's, there's been 17 playoffs, um, the team who has the first round bye has tend, tended to struggle in their first game back. There's been a lot of like upsets in the first round once they come back. Last year, the Titans lost first round. Uh, last year, the Packers lost first round. Like These teams, almost like the rest, hurts them because these teams are all amped up. They just want a playoff game. They keep the momentum going. This team has a break, and they're just like sitting there, you know? So right. it could... I mean, yes, it's looked at as a rest and a free win, but it also could like hurt you in a way. 
but I don't think it's going to matter for the Chiefs and the Jaguars. The Chiefs are too good. The Jaguars are a good team. They look, they made it farther than anyone thought they were going to make it this year. And they were a good team. I mean, they 27 point comeback last week. Doesn't matter who is the ja- uh, Chargers coach. Still 27 point comeback. But I'm going Chiefs as well. I think Mahomes, I don't care how much he's down. He he's not going to lose this game. He'll he'll find a way. Um I think it's going I was going to say 31, but Debbie will yell at me back there. I'm going to say I'm going to say 38. Oh my. I think it's going to be a high scoring. None of these defenses are great. I'll do 31. I'll do 38. <laughs> I'll do another touchdown. <laughs> 31 is too much. Mm, 38. So I'm going to go 38 24. Okay. So 14 point game. You want to write those down? Yeah, I'm I don't write those down for you because we, we spent a lot of time trying to figure out what we wrote. Yeah. Well, I knew what I wrote. Right. Because... I did not. 38 yeah. 24. I mean, obviously, could, could be, this would be a very crazy upset. Don't get me wrong. Oh, this would be an insane upset. I think this would be, if any game were to have the lower-seeded team win, this would be the craziest one oh, if it happened. Absolutely. And the, I mean, because the Chiefs are favorites to go to the Super Bowl and win it again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, two things that I would like to mention really quick. First being the, like, I guess, historical um, tendencies for both of these quarterbacks. I'm sure that you've seen it, and I'm sure that a lot of people at home have seen it, but Trevor Lawrence has never lost a game on Saturday, Saturday, yeah, which is (laughs) ridiculous. I mean, he only lost two games in high school, and those were on a Wednesday and a Thursday. He only lost two games in college, and those were on a Sunday and a Friday. And then he hasn't lost a Saturday game in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes has been to four straight AFC championship games, which is ridiculous to me. Um, the only team that has a streak longer than that is the Patriots with six. Because they had someone named Tom Brady. Right, they had someone named Tom Brady and a fantastic team built around <laughs> them. So Patrick Mahomes is very close to getting to five and then six the next year. So Something's got to give. Either, something's got to give. Either Lawrence has got to lose on a Saturday or Mahomes has to not go to the AFC Championship. Did you know these teams, the Jaguars and the Chiefs, have been in every single yes. AFC Championship game since 2017? I did know because that. Because the Jags were in the one the year with like Tom Brady and the Eagles and mm-hmm. the Jags and the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. yeah. It was like the weirdest championship weekend ever. You yes, got, you the got, starting quarterbacks were yeah. like Case Keenum. Blake Bortles. Yeah, Blake Bortles. Nick Foles and Tom Brady. Yeah, like, And Tom Brady didn't win that Super Bowl. How crazy is that? But... And it's going to happen again this year because one of these teams are obviously going to win and go to the AFC Championship. So, yeah, it's kind of weird. That's, that's very crazy. <laughs> the second thing I'd like to mention is I have said it before and I'll say it again. I think that the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl this year. I At the beginning of the year, I had picked the Bills. But from what I've seen from the Bills, I don't feel like they can compete with either the Eagles or the 49ers in the NFC. That's just my personal opinion. So I'm going to... I think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl. And I think that that means that Andy Reid is going to get himself the biggest double-decker cheeseburger anyone has ever seen. Because if you remember from that last Super Bowl that the Chiefs won, uh-huh. they had that post-game press conference where they're sitting there and Patrick Mahomes with his Kermit the Frog voice. I'm not, I was going to I was going to attempt the voice, but then I decided against it. <laughs> no, because, please, man. Because that's on the internet forever, and I haven't practiced my Kermit the Frog voice. Oh, you got to try it. No, I'm not going to try it. I'll try it at some point. Maybe Next if they, week. If they I, make the Super Bowl, all right. I will I will do the Kermit the Frog I'm voice. I'm all of a sudden really rooting for the Chiefs. <laughs> Super Bowl. <laughs> so Patrick Mahomes was sitting there at the desk with uh, 
whatever NBC and all their people. And uh, Andy Reid was sitting next to him, and he was like, you know, Coach Reid did such a great job. Coach Reid is like the best coach ever, and us as a team, we're gonna get him the biggest double decker cheeseburger you ever saw. And everyone kind of laughed it off. Which I think that he can do it again, and I do think that he legitimately got a big double decker cheeseburger. Speaking of great double decker cheeseburgers. Our friends over at KNF Construction, <laughs> they might not be able to get you a double decker cheeseburger, but they can get you a fantastic deck. KNF Construction <laughs> has been serving the Northeast Ohio community for over 16 years, specializing in composite decks. KNF Construction takes the time and effort to provide the service and product you deserve for your home. You can call KNF Construction today at 330-575-2465 for a free estimate. Again, that's 330-575-2465. You can also visit kfdex.com, which is linked in the description. KNF Construction, let us build your dream backyard. Maybe they'll make you a double decker deck. Maybe. Hey. <laughs> Think of that, a double decker deck? Eating double decker cheeseburgers while they go. Dude, Andy Reid's going to be calling so fast. <laughs> But yeah, this should be, this should be, and all these games should be fun to watch. I mean, these are two explosive offenses, but we right. both believe Kansas City should have this one. They should. This is the, no, nope. oh, no, you're good, way. Debbie. You're okay, good. good. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so this is another of the teams that got the first round by. This is the New York Giants at the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, I don't know why I emphasize the at. I don't really feel like the Eagles stadium is one that's like super hard to play in where Kansas City is. Um, this, obviously, being another number one seed team, mm -hmm. has the second highest potential for a blowout, but they are in division opponents. Like they both are in the same division. They're both in the NFC East. So it's very hard, as we have seen in the last two weeks, it's very hard, or the last week, it's very hard to beat a team three times or to play them three times and to come out with a winning result. We saw that with almost with San Francisco and the Eagles last week at halftime. It really looked like it was going to be a close game. Ended up not being that way, but it was. It seemed like it was going to be a good game. And then with the Ravens and Bengals, everyone thought that that game was going to be in the bag. But obviously when you see a team three times in a year, you learn a lot about them and you know what they mm -hmm. like to do and you really learn their schemes. This is the same situation in my mind. These teams have already played twice. Uh, the Eagles have beat them twice, and now they're off of a bye week. The Giants obviously have a lot of momentum after beating the Vikings. So who do you have for this game? Man, I'm not going to lie. All season long, you know, Debbie knows if Debbie listens back there. Um, <laughs> Debbie does. Thank you. Um, I have not been high on the Giants at all. Like I'm like, even when they were winning games, when them and the Jets were both winning games, I said... I'm way more comfortable in this Jets team. I believe way more in this Jets team than the Giants. Like, I just don't see how they're good. I don't think Daniel Jones is good. Saquon is like their whole team. Yeah. Their defense is all right, but Brian Dable now, literally coach of the year. I don't He's care. He's for coach of the year. I don't care. They can matter. lose this game 500 to zero and he should get coach of the year. Daniel Jones has became him. He has stepped up. Uh, in the playoffs last week, he played like a perfect game and he's played good for the second half of the season. He's played great. Saquon, don't even get me started on Saquon. He's literally like one of the better running backs in the league. Now that he's been healthy for a whole season, yeah. we can see why he was picked second overall in the draft. 
Isaiah Hodgkins, Hodgins. Yeah, whatever his name is. Whatever the white receiver is on their team, he is also him. He literally was a nobody, and then he decides to become prime Randy Moss and Jerry Rice in the playoffs. I don't know why, but good for you. Uh, And their defense is great. They're rolling. Dude. I'm picking the Giants in this Wow, okay, dude. It's a divisional game, like you said. Yeah. It's their third time playing. It First is. of all, it's very hard to beat a team three times in one season. It's very hard. I mean, we saw it last week, but that's also the 49ers. It's very hard to beat a team three times, and it's very hard to beat a divisional team three times. The divisional teams, like you said, those have more chance for being a close game or an upset. It doesn't matter how unmatched you are. Divisional teams are... Divisional games always seem to be closer because you see them multiple times a year. Now, this is their third time, plus the Eagles had the bye. And I really think the bye hurts at times because you are resting now. It's going to hurt hurts. It could hurt hurts. But, like, the Giants, they have huge momentum now, beating a good Vikings team last week. They're rolling. A fraudulent Vikings team. Okay. The third seed. They upset the Vikings. Okay, there you go. They, they're rolling. They're, they have momentum. They're happy. They're hyped. None of them got hurt. So they're going into this game with momentum, fresh off win. They're not going to lose anything. The Eagles, they're coming in. They're like, well, you we just had a bye. We haven't played for two weeks, sort of three, because we didn't play all of our last regular season games. So it's like, uh, they're going to be dead. You might catch them dead in the first half of this game. And by the second half, it might be too late to come back. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think the Giants are going to win this game. Wow. You know, I saw. At like the more that the Giants win, I, I've been with you all year where I was like, I don't understand how the Giants are winning because that's that's been the story of their whole season. We don't understand how they're winning, but they keep coming out on top of games. They play to their competition and that's about it. And then somehow play muddy football and they get there and they win. And that's what they've been doing all year. And now in the playoffs, I really didn't expect them to make it past the Vikings, obviously. We both knew that it was going to be a close game, but I didn't think that they were going to make it past the Vikings. Now that they're here, it's like, okay, do I think they're going to make it past the Eagles? No, I don't. I think that the Eagles are a far superior team, so for that reason, I'm going to be taking the Eagles. But I don't discount the fact that they could they could make a Super Bowl run. <laughs> they could. I saw a Madden simulation was run. like Every, oh. every year, people run Madden simulations uh-huh. on a lot of things right like who, where is people going to go in the offseason what's the final record because be madden is 100 madden's always guaranteed 100 yeah, correct like Stop thinking that right now right um <laughs> i would like to note that for the accuracy of madden every time that a madden simulation was run like two years ago they always had the browns winning the super bowl so <laughs> i'd like that to be pointed out but they did have the giants that's why it's dead accurate <laughs> yeah they did have the giants making this run to the super bowl and there have been a lot of comparisons between this team and the 2008 Giants team that inevitably won the Super Bowl against the undefeated Patriots and Tom Brady. Do I think that's going to happen? No, I don't. I really don't. If they beat the Eagles, I don't feel like they have it in them to beat the Cowboys or the 49ers, whoever wins that. I'm going to say the Eagles win this game. It's going to be, it's not going to be a huge blowout. Um, this is going to be closer than the Jags Chiefs game, I think. I'm, I have the Giants at 20, Eagles at 28. Okay. I also have an eight-point game, but mine's kind of... I don't know how they're going to get this score, but this is the score that came into my head. I got twenty set, Giants 27 and the Eagles 19. Like, I don't really know how they're going to get eight, 19. Maybe... I don't know. It's going to happen, though. Trust me. 
I don't, dude. I mean, how would they even? They could do get that? sixteen by. Let's see, scoring a touchdown, kicking a bunch of field goals. They're gonna to sixteen. They're gonna and pull, then kick uh, another field goal to nineteen. A Cowboys or and miss two point after touchdowns. That, that could also. I don't know. It's gonna happen. Trust, trust me. Trust, trust. Uh, I don't trust. But this should be a good game. This is tonight's game. This uh, Saturday night game. Yes. Yeah. Eight thirty is this game. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Al Michaels and Tony Dungy are not on the call. Goodness, that was a terrible call game. Right, it was the worst. And so, uh, before we get into our next game, make sure you follow K and Simple. What's yeah. that called? Ampersand. Amp- K Ampersand A Football on YouTube. We post uh, our, our our podcasts are on there. Shorts are on there. Uh, YouTube exclusives, five minute footballs. Uh, it's yeah. a lot of fun. We go live every Monday at around 4.30 p.m. And then every Saturday morning at like 10, 10.30 a.m. So make sure you follow us there so you can watch our live streams, watch our videos, our shorts. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun over there. So getting into then the Sunday games, we have kind of weird times. So yeah, normally... It, it is odd. It's really weird, these games. So normally in NFL season you got games on sundays at one o'clock games at 4 15 and then the sunday night game at 8 30 then you have a monday night game at 8 30 and a thursday night game at 8 30 and that's kind of how it goes that's just what the nfl season is mm-hmm. and so that's kind of what people have come to expect and so when i looked at these games and i saw that the Bengals would be playing the bills at home but bills being at home not Bengals at home at three o'clock on the Sunday, I was kind of thrown through a loop a little bit there. I was like, what is up with this? This is really strange. Yeah. Now, I don't mind. I really don't because that means that if it starts at 3, that means that the Sunday night game gets pushed up a little bit, which means I get to go to bed earlier instead mm-hmm. of going to bed past midnight when these games ends. So I'm a little bit grateful for that, but it is a little bit weird. I mean, I understand why the Cowboys-Niners game is at 8, but why? Like, it's still... The Cowboys-Niners game isn't at 8. Or at night, at like 7 or whatever time. 6.30. This game will probably still be going on. I know. That's crazy. But why didn't they make this one the primetime game? This is going to be like the game of the playoffs, barring the AFC Championship between the Chiefs and whoever wins this game. Assuming the Chiefs win. Right. Like This is a rematch of the DeMar Hamlin game. Yeah. We, we saw the first half of a quarter of that game, and it looked like it was going to be a shootout. Like it was going to be a lot. I mean, their tempers are going to be high. Emotions are going to be high. It's going to be such a good game. I mean, you got two of the best young quarterbacks in the AFC. Whatever. I mean, I'm happy I, we, it's at three, I guess, because we get to watch the whole game. But yeah. this should be a really fun game. Like we said, we saw it. We saw the first quarter of this game back on January 2nd. On Monday yeah, night, like that, yeah. and the Bengals, I mean, Bengals were just score like moving the ball at will. And the Bills had drive down and kicked a field goal. The Bengals had already scored a touchdown, and they were driving again. And then that's when Demar Hamlin got hurt, and the game got cold. So I, I think this is Demar Hamlin. He's not going to be playing, obviously. Yeah, but I think he's back in the stadium, right? Right. He should be at the stadium, rooting for the Bills. So you know that their emotions on. are just going to be everywhere. Expect how many? Three kickoff return for touchdowns. <laughs> No. So who do you got in this? I do have the Bills. Okay. Um, I'm. That might. I'm going to be completely honest here. That might be a little bit of AFC North bias. The fact that obviously my team is in the AFC North, and I don't want to see any team do better than us. 
Too bad. Uh, obviously, <laughs> they've already made it here, but I would love if they lost in embarrassing fashion. I don't think they will lose in embarrassing fashion, but I hope they lose. Um, I do think that overall, I think that Cincinnati is the better team, barring their offensive line. Their offensive line is just turning more and more into a, a revolving door. It gets door. more hurt every single week. That's, it that, is. That's the scary part of this game. That's Yes. I think that if the Bills still had Von Miller and he didn't get hurt so early in the year, I think that this game would be over before it started. But they don't really have like a big-name defensive lineman, in my opinion. Um, I'm going to go Bills because I think their offense might be a little more explosive than the Bengals, especially if they can shut down Jamar Chase and then hope that T. Higgins, I think that T. Higgins is probably going to have a little bit of trouble getting started in this game after what happened with DeMar Hamlin. I, man, I think he's going to try to go crazy because he, he was getting death threats. That is he was. crazy. I think that it's hard to come back and play the same team after that. It's not his fault. I'm he aware knows, it's not his fault. I know, he knows it's not his fault, but he's, people are so, they feel so safe and so brave and so tough behind their screens. So they can just say whatever they want. They're giving him death threats for playing football, for getting tackled. Like, no, that's a joke. I, if I'm T. Higgins, yeah, the emotions might be high. I get that. But if I'm T. Higgins, I just want to show out in this game and just shut up all the Bills fans. But, yeah, we'll see. I, in this one, I mean, I might be picking with my heart here because I really am kind of rooting for the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. I think they're a fun team. How would you root for that? That's I, a terrible thing to I don't for. have any AFC North bias. I'm not a Browns fan. Or Steelers fan, or Ravens fan. Oh, that's right. None of the NFC to South teams made it anywhere in the playoffs. So. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> but uh, I'm rooting for the Bengals in this one. Or I'm, I'm picking the Bengals. Oh, in this one. oh no, <laughs> I am rooting for the Bengals. I guess too, though. But I think it'll be a good game. Um, this should be a good game. It should be a high-scoring game. What concerns me, like we said, is the Bengals' offensive line. But I think that. Even if the Bills can shut down Jamar Chase, T. Higgins is still an elite number two receiver, and Tyler Boyd is still a really good number three. Their running game, they got Joe Mixon, and Joe Burrow, he can just make things happen. I mean, it should be fun. It's it's also concerning that this game is in Buffalo, which I think goes back to uh, that Monday night game, which is really stupid now that you think about it. At least just had this with a coin flip or something, because if the Bengals would have won that game, which it was very early in the game, but yeah. they were controlling the game at that point. If they would have won that game, Bengals are home for this game. It's in Cincinnati instead of Buffalo, and Buffalo's yeah. tough to play in. So that's a really big swing. Like just That's a huge advantage for Buffalo, which is really stupid. Yeah, it's very obvious to see why Cincinnati and their players were really upset yeah, about the, right. the calling of that game. There's another reason that Cincinnati might come out with more firepower. They just want to be like... Another thing, the NFL is already selling tickets for a Chiefs-Bills AFC Championship. Did you know that? I mean, they do that all the time. Like, that's not super uncommon. The Panthers were selling tickets for their playoff games before they were even in the playoffs. Right, and then right, they right. lost to but Tampa like, Bay. But that's it, not uncommon. Right, but you don't normally hear players responding on it. Like, they were talking to uh, Joe Mixon, and he was going off. And he's like, it's so disrespectful. They don't keep disrespecting us, whatever. I think they come out with firepower. I'm sure they're also selling tickets for a Chiefs Bengals. You don't hear it from the media. (laughs) Of course you don't hear that from the media because that doesn't really fit the narrative, does it? No. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bills in this game in case you couldn't guess. Uh, I'm going to go high scoring. I'm going to go Bills win 34 to 30. Okay. I'm going to say Bengals win, like I said. 41-35. 
Bengals. Obviously. Huh. Interesting. Should be good. Should be a really fun. These uh, go Bills. These Sunday games should be both very good games. Saturday will still be all right. I think tonight's game will be really good. Yes. Um, but the both of these Sunday games should be fun. Should be fantastic. Speaking of the last Sunday game, Austin, it's... Austin, hold up. Yes. Uh, we got a question in the chat I from just cut off. our good friend Jack. Hey, he asks... hey, Jack. I'm sorry about their Lions, man. I, I was rooting for you. <laughs> all right, Jack asks, "Is Tom Brady coming home?" It's a good question. Mm, no, coming home. As in what? Because so like, well, Jack stepping Jack, away. Jack likes the Lions, Detroit. He also likes the team up north, Michigan. And yeah. so, obviously, Tom Brady went there. So he's saying, is Tom Brady coming home to... If he's talking about coming home to Michigan, then, or then coming home to the Lions, absolutely not. I think Jared Goff right now is better than Tom Brady is right now. I, I don't think that's much of a question. Jared Goff's yeah. playing great. But if he's saying come home to... The 49ers. That's what I was thinking. I still think no. I think Purdy is their guy. I think they said yesterday, barring some crazy injury, Purdy is their guy going into 2023. Yeah. Coming home as in the Patriots? Oh. Probably not. I think it's a better possibility because they really don't have a fantastic quarterback. But he also won't be playing much longer. Every year that Tom Brady... The season ends. It's like for the last five years, it's been okay. Is Brady gonna retire now? Is same Brady as, gonna yeah, retire same, now? Same as Aaron Rodgers. Same as Aaron Rodgers. I know, but like Aaron Rodgers obviously hasn't won as many Super Bowls as Brady. He's, I mean, he's a big name quarterback, but like then there's Brady. Do I think that he's better than Aaron Rodgers? No, I don't. But he's got a bigger name, and so a lot of more teams are like, oh, we want Brady. I, man, I think that Brady retires after this year. You do? I really do. I think that that would be smart of him. To retire after this year i mean he's got like a ridiculous contract lined up for sports media after he retires like something crazy like 300 million dollar contract for once he's done in the nfl he just goes straight to sports media and that's what he'll do probably till the day he dies i think that's what he does i mean i could see i absolutely think he should retire he's not at this point in career he's not a top 10 top 15 you could argue top maybe 20 quarterback he is not what he used to be at all he had great talent in tampa bay and he could not get it to work he had a losing record i mean he was was, he was awful i mean that's the way to put it i don't know if he's gonna retire because i mean he divorced his wife he lost his family to come back to the nfl i don't think he does that all for one year one and I don't think Tom Brady, his ego is too high. I don't know if he can go out on a year like this. Yeah, I could I could also see that. I think yeah. I think realistically, I think he's going to go to the Raiders, which again is, I don't know how I'd feel about that. Their offensive line is a joke. Josh Jacobs is more than likely gone. Devontae Adams is there, but that's about it. Um, I mean Darren Waller is good. So this is Renfro. But their defense is bad. Their O line's bad. It's worse. It's arguably a worse situation than Tampa Bay. Because then you're in the AFC West. Exactly. You're not in the NFC South where you can have a losing record and make the playoffs. He should retire, but I don't know if he will. If he plays again, I could very well see him taking a massive pay cut to go to a good situation just so he can end on top. Yeah, well, most good situations in the NFL right now have have their quarterbacks. What team has a good situation that would need him right now? Right, that's what I'm saying. That's why you'd have to take a big pay cut. To incentivize you think, them to take it. You think they'd start him over like whatever quarterback is has them in their good situation right now? I don't know. 
I mean, maybe go to the Niners, have Purdy sit for the next year, pay Brady next to nothing for it. Yeah, Who knows? It's 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 all big there's a lot of yeah there's get, a lot of question marks this offseason yeah, when absolutely. you get to these old quarterbacks that's what happens you don't know what you're gonna do okay last game 6 30 for some unknown reason but i'm not gonna complain the only reason i can really think of is that this is in the bay area this is in san francisco so this is like what 4 30 then or 3 30 yeah this would be like a three o'clock game or something yeah. up there that's the only reason i could think of is get that get the people get the tailgating i don't know this is a rerun of a lot of historic playoff games and NFC Championship games and, and really good historic playoff games. Last year, the infamous yes. uh, QB draw with 14 seconds to go. Stupid decision. Obviously, the Cowboys lost that game. Off the top of my head, <laughs> for some reason, I just lost my train of thought. I can't think of any more. But this is a really historic, lot of playoff games uh, with these two teams. Yeah. A lot of great endings, great games. Yeah. Yeah. So for this game, obviously, I think that anyone can think to themselves that the 49ers are going to win this game. That's what I think, personally, is that the 49ers will win this game. I don't feel like the Cowboys are nearly as good as the 49ers. Maybe if we were to get the Cowboys that we had at the beginning of the year, um, where we were like, oh my goodness, the Cowboys are good again? What's up with this? Maybe an argument can be had for that. But with the amount of interceptions that Dak Prescott throws and the explosiveness of... And the amount of extra points that they miss. Right. The, amount, the explosiveness of uh, the 49ers offense, as well as how good the 49ers defense is, I don't think that the Cowboys can come out on top. I said it last week in the recap episode. I think that the only way that the Cowboys were to win this is if Dan Quinn, their defensive coordinator, Cowboys defensive coordinator, can throw a lot of different looks at Brock Purdy. If he can alternate the formation pre-snap, mm-hmm. give him one look, alternate what the formation is, really make Brock Purdy think about what he's going to do before he does it, and hopefully get him to overthink, throw a couple interceptions. That's the only way the Cowboys win this game. Yeah, I mean, right now, I think the 49ers will go to the Super Bowl out of the NFC. I think they have... One the most complete team, like skill player wise and roster wise, their defense is the best in the league. Their offensive line is the best in the league. Their running back is one of the best in the league. Their receivers are some of the best in the league. Their tight end is one of the best in the league. They literally have best players everywhere on their team. Insert Brock Purdy, the last pick in the draft. You don't have to be phenomenal. You just have to be competent to get these players the ball and he's been above average he's been really good you can say he's a product of a great roster but you can say he's great either way it's working they're winning games that's all that matters dallas is not i mean yeah they're here in the divisional round but they've been on a skid lately they beat tampa last week it's tampa they had a losing record uh yeah brett maher will miss five extra points this week instead of four um if they even actually no they're not scoring five touchdowns um (laughs) Yeah, I think San Francisco. This, I think, will be the blowout of the week. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't see a way that the Cowboys can keep this really close. I'm curious to hear your score prediction, then. You go first. Oh, <laughs> well, wow. fine, I can go. I think the, the Niners, I mean, they, they killed the Seahawks last week, and they didn't need to, like, it was a close game in the first half, but then the second half, Seahawks did nothing, and they were just scoring. Like, they were just running it up. I feel like they could do more even, like, what they have last week, 42? Yeah, something like that. I think they're going to have 42 again. 
42-21. I think they were double up the Cowboys. Wow. Yeah. Well, I I have the 49ers winning, but not by that much. I've been winning by four. Oh, my. Yeah, I, I don't see a way. I, I, I'm really high on this 49ers team right now. I mean, Brock Purdy's making it work. Yeah, he is. I think he's, uh, if he's on another team, he's, he's all right, but he's not this. He's not the next Tom Brady, quote-unquote. He's not, no matter how what team he's on, but people are going to say that because he's going to potentially lead this team to the Super Bowl as a rookie, and he was a late pick in the draft. But Yeah. Um, so for this game, I personally have Cowboys 21, 49ers 25. That's was the final score of this game, which means that the Cowboys have to make three extra points. So oh, we'll see how well oh, that goes. That's, oh, have... that's the biggest gamble of <laughs> the score prediction, really. <laughs> it's not that, yeah, it's not the actual score. It's yeah. just like extra <laughs> points aren't going to happen. Aren't going to happen. Um, I do see a rematch of the, what Super Bowl was it? 2019 Super Bowl? 2020. The Chiefs one? Chiefs, yeah, Chiefs 49ers. I think, I think that, that was 2019. 20, I think it was 2020. I think it was 2019. Because then... Because I think it's they won the Super Bowl in 2019, 2018 season won the Super Bowl in 2019. I think that because Tom Brady then left New England in 2019, and then after that 2019 season won the Super Bowl with them against the Chiefs. Sure, I, I trust you. Is the 2020 Super Bowl? Hey, dang! Yeah. I was pretty confident about that too. <laughs> really? Was it? Because it, that was the COVID, that was the COVID season. I, I thought it was the think. season after that was the COVID season. No. Oh. either way. Well, I guess the COVID season would have been the season of 2020. Yeah. Because that was a yeah. 2019. The season of 2019. 20, Super Bowl would have been in 2020. February of 2020. Okay. So, so that, was, this was the 20, well, that was the 2019-2020 season. Wow. So we were, both, a, we were both right. That feels a lot longer ago than that. Yeah, no, there's lie. no way. Because last year, let's see, was the 2021-2022 Super Bowl, and that was the Rams. Yeah. The year before was the 20. 20 and 2021 Super Bowl and that was the Bucks, the Bucks and the year before and then the year the... before is 2019-2020 yeah, wow. so, why does that feel so long ago that was only three seasons ago yeah man I'm losing my mind so yeah so I have all four home teams winning this week yeah I mean I have three with an exception being the Eagles I think the I think the bye week's gonna hurt them We'll see. We'll see. It's going to be a lot of fun. This is the most, like, like we've said before, the playoffs are the most fun time of the year for football. Also, kind of bittersweet because AFC Championship, yeah. NFC Championship next week, and then the Super Bowl two weeks after, and or not two weeks after, but a couple weeks after, and then that's that's the end of that. Yep. There was, we talked about last show, Aaron Donald's little cryptic tweet, or uh, Twitter bio change. Yeah. He came out and said that he's returning. So we were both right on the fact of, he was doing it for attention. Yeah, <laughs> jogging media attention. Yeah, way, way to be, yeah. way to be, way to be predictable, Aaron. Yeah, but whatever. So he's staying. Sean McVay's staying. Still no news on some coaches. No one has hired a coach yet. Um, yeah, for the Panthers, it sounds like it's either between Steve Wilkes or Sean Payton, and I wouldn't complain with either. I'd want Sean Payton. We have another question in the chat from Jack. He asks, as a Lions fan, uh, the biggest question for him is, who should the Lions pick in the NFL draft? Do you know what uh, pick they have? The Lions have the fourth, I think. 
Let me look I feel like that's here. correct. Because I've been looking at a lot of mock drafts for the Panthers, and then obviously Panthers have the ninth, and so I see the top ten up to them. And then I think they have the fourth. No, the Colts have the fourth. Well, so they okay. have the six. This is from... Okay, this Hold says on, Detroit Lions' own pick comes in at number 18 the last time they had the number 18 pick slot. No, that's their pick. They also own the Rams. Pick. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right. So that one's very high. Let me see. Right here. Here's a mock draft. Let's see what we got here. Um, They have the... Keep scrolling. <laughs> the sixth pick. Sixth so, yeah. pick. Okay, so yeah. They own the sixth pick. Depending on who's there, yeah, I think that they'll take... I mean, obviously, it's very early. Draft is until April. Yeah. We'll probably do mock draft stuff as that time comes. Definitely. But at sure. this point, I, they don't need a quarterback. No. Jared Goff has been sustainable. If you want a quarterback, maybe take one in the later round and like, yeah, sit like him behind for a couple round. years. And at worst case scenario, you roll with Goff. He really struggles. You trade up and draft one next season. Maybe you attack Lamar in free agency. I don't know. But you can. You don't need to draft a quarterback in the first round of this draft. You're, you're fine. Your defense was the worst in the NFL this season. Yeah, your offense exactly was phenomenal, was but your defense was a joke. Will Anderson out of Alabama is a phenomenal defensive end. I think yep. you can pair him with Aiden Hutchinson. Their defensive line would be great. Um, I think if you can get him at six, that's awesome. Jalen Carter out of Georgia, he'll probably be a top three or four or five. No. He'll probably be a top three, four pick. So I don't know if he'll fall to you. Maybe teams aren't as high on him as all the NFL like mock draft people and executives and stuff. So maybe he can fall to you. That would be great. Any of these defensive ends or linebackers definitely approach defense. Yeah. I completely agree with you on yeah. everything you just said. Your offense was super explosive this year. Uh, one of the best in the NFL at scoring, but your defense was also one of the best of the NFL at letting teams score. So like you said, defensive end, if you can pick up a good corner safety, do that. Like literally just whatever the best defensive talent at the sixth spot is, that's who you take. Yeah, I mean, a couple of seasons ago, I think it was Matt Rule's first year, he picked all defense. Like, literally didn't... First time in NFL history, the team only picked defense in every single round. Didn't pick a single offensive player. And now you look at the Panthers, their defense, phenomenal. Their offense is... Questionable. A joke, kind of yeah. questionable. But their defense is great. And the Lions' offense is already great. Say they take the same approach... They can have a good defense. I mean, Seahawks, they did, their defense was all right this year. They have so many rookies. They're historic rookie class. Yeah. I mean, hey. Absolutely. Yeah, take defense. Defense is what wins championships, or so I've been told by my <laughs> father. That's such a dad thing to say, honestly. It is. Because that's, that's how it was back in like the 80s when no one was scoring, when Mahomes wasn't playing and he wasn't no-look passing it. Do you think Mahomes does something new in these playoffs? I think he's going to try some like behind-the-back. <laughs> oh, well, we were talking about that preseason. Preseason, he, we were. Well, I, I was at least. I was talking to you about this. I think on the air. That Mah- preseason, Mahomes. There's a video that surfaced of him trying behind the back passes, and he did. He did three in a row where he hit the crossbar on the uh, on the field goal thing from he's like 15 so yards crazy. away. Crazy, and I, dude, he's gonna pull one out in one of these games. It's gonna be like the Super Bowl with everyone watching. They're gonna do a ring around the rosy again. And yes. he's going to run to the side. He's going to be running this way. Like, Kadarius Tony is going to be, like, back behind him on the left side of the field and, like, for, like, waiting for a screen. Mahomes is going to be running right, and then Mahomes is just going to, like, this doesn't even work because you've got to throw a spiral, but he's going to throw a spiral like this 
I don't know how it's going to work, but it's, he's going to do it. And it's going to fly. It's going to be a normal, fast pass. Tony's going to catch it and run for a touchdown. But it's going to get called back for like a false start. <laughs> Obviously. It, it, it always Because you can't have it. anything nice in the no, NFL. No, he can't have anything nice in the NFL. Yeah, yeah uh, I definitely think that the Chiefs are going to pull out a crazy play from Andy Reid. I don't know about this week because I don't know if they need to. Yeah. But next week in the AFC Championship game, definitely a crazy play call from Andy Reid. Definitely a crazy throw from Patrick Mahomes because that seems par for the course. <laughs> They're for fun sure. to watch. They're really fun. They're Mahomes is. I think Mahomes saves this team from being that stuffy, insufferable team that just wins every year, and you're like, oh, there they are again. It's like the Patriots; they just win all the time. I think they keep it fun, and they keep it like, oh, yeah, they win all the time, but it's fun to watch them. Because mm-hmm. he's like Brady when he was winning when he was young. It's he doesn't do anything crazy. He's just he's like he's just that pocket passer. He just. Yeah. He doesn't have boring. a pin and arm. He doesn't run. He's just, he makes good throws, I guess. He's kind of boring, yeah. you know? But then Mahomes, he's running. He's side arming. He's bringing around the rosying. He's everything. He's doing everything. I, whatever. Yeah. He's, he's so crazy. Fun. But yeah, playoffs, this uh, divisional round should be a lot of fun. We're really looking forward to it. Uh, tune in on probably Monday. Oh. Thanks, Debbie. <laughs> Debbie so just I was just that. getting ready to like yes. close the episode out. In case you couldn't tell, we were just getting ready to close it out. It's going to be great. Um, <laughs> but then Debbie was like, explain the Waffle House thing. <laughs> so if you don't know the Waffle House thing, uh, that's obviously if you watch. <laughs> you don't even have to watch football. But if you keep up with the internet, you know that a lot of... There's this thing called fantasy football, right, where you pick players and they score points based on how well they do in the games. And it's real these... life. It's not fantasy. It's, it's, it's real, real life. It's, guys. It is real it's life. My life. <laughs> no. Um, so, a lot of fantasy football leagues, the loser will have to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House, and for every waffle that they consume is one hour off their time. So we went ahead and a couple months ago posted. An Instagram poll for you guys, um, and you all decided that whichever one of us lost the pickums, so whoever got the most games wrong during the regular season and into the playoffs would have to spend that punishment at Waffle House. Twenty four hours into Waffle House for every waffle you eat, an hour off your time. So make sure you're following us at K A underscore football on Instagram so you can be a part of those vote punishment votes and everything. Yeah, and like Caden said earlier, follow on YouTube because that's going to be an episode you can't listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcast, anywhere else you get your podcast. That is only going to be on YouTube. So make sure you go to K Ampersand A Football <laughs> to catch that. Right. I was um when I was going to that Deca thing on Wednesday, when I was all dressed up, nice and spazzy. Mm, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I was I was going and we passed the Waffle House on the way there, and I was like, oh, and it was pretty funny. Yeah. Because that's going to be your home. You know who also likes a Waffle House? Who's that? Trevor Lawrence. He does like Waffle House. He went to Waffle House after their crazy comeback win in the wildcard round, which is not where I would typically go to celebrate with a bunch of criminals, <laughs> but good for you. You good do you, you Trevor. <laughs> Probably shouldn't right. have said that, but hey. Hey, that's fine. All right. Are we good now, Debbie? Am I able to close out? All right. Perfect. I think Debbie's got the stats somewhere. No, I'm somewhere. If you want them. No, I'm winning. We, by we, a we lot. don't need to look at him. I I might have already clinched. I definitely already clinched. Yeah, we don't need to say that out loud, though, Caden. <laughs> Thank you all for watching. Um, it was a lot of fun picking the games. 
hopefully um, I get them right so I can boost my ego a little bit, get the score right a little bit too. But at the end, it doesn't really matter. Waffle House is going to be my home. Uh, again, thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll catch you guys on Monday for the recap episode.